Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Anime Real Talk, where we share our honest opinions on anime, Japan, news, and much more. It doesn't matter if you're new to anime, if you're a casual or a complete weeb. Join the conversation here. I'm Taha, and as usual, I'm joined by... Ross and Ramin. So, what have you guys been up to? How's it going? Everything's going pretty good. I was in Scotland, in Edinburgh last week, on a little oh, family nice. trip. It was, it was great. Hiking Ben Nevis? Uh, no. <laughs> ben Nevis is hella tall. What the hell, yeah. man? And it was, uh, we couldn't see the Ben Nevis because it was covered in clouds. Oh, really? We couldn't see the, like, the top of it. Mm. So like, what did you guys, what'd you guys do? Uh, I just, it took us like eight hours to get there. Mm-hmm. The first day we just slept once okay. we got there. And then like Tuesday, we went on a hike. Wednesday, we went on like a bus tour called the Loch Ness bus, bus tour. Mm-hmm. And it, go, it, take, it took us around like the whole mm. of the highlands. That's and it was sick. like a whole like 7.45 a.m. to 8. 45 p.m. trip. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thursday, did another like little Edinburgh tour, did like a Harry Potter, like walking tour. Mm-hmm. And then Friday came back. It was, re- oh, it was nice. pretty good. It was good to get out of the city and like, you know, yeah. have some explore real... nature. And go into the city. Yeah, well, <laughs> see, Edinburgh isn't that big of a city. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's really nice. I don't know if any of you have been to Bournemouth yeah. before. No, not Bournemouth. But, but Bournemouth yeah. is like, it's like a population of 500,000. Mm. And it's a pretty like, not super like, developed not super like uh modern and everything that's the same as edinburgh edinburgh's mm. kept pretty like good yeah the architecture yeah. the old town and new town aspect yeah. is pretty good yeah. I, I went there once and i'm so glad i took the flight so it was a work flight for work mm. and it was an hour and then when i searched how long it takes by train it literally takes like six yeah, seven hours day, yeah. so yeah it, it takes a the train time. <laughs> but i think train would be a lot more like comfortable if you because we went with a we went with my family and another family and we stayed in haven holiday homes mm-hmm. for the caravans so we needed to take like food and stuff with us mm-hmm. so that wouldn't be like really comfortable oh, yeah. if we did on the train yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough but yeah i've been um i've been playing among us do you know it no. what's that oh among us yeah among us the steam yeah. game no, it's no the one idea. that i told you ramen 
It's the one oh, where among it's, us. It's basically yeah. like yeah. I heard, so I heard it as something. I heard among it as Mangas or something. Among and us. I was like, "What are you playing, Mangas? <laughs> what is that? What is that?" Among us. Among us. It's so fun, man. It's so good. It's just like you, you can just play with a group of friends. Mm-hmm. It does break friendships there. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a few guys I've like only met online mm-hmm. through games. And I feel like our relationship is already already deteriorating. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> well, because we've just accused people like, of like the murder and if they're yeah. like the imposter. But honestly, it's, it's like such a good like casual game. Yeah. I think one game only takes around 10 minutes. Uh, and the first time I played it, we ended up playing for like three hours. Like uh-huh. nonstop, yeah. so it, it, it is pretty pretty good. It's only it's cheap as well. It's like four pound, and <laughs> I think I think Ramen bought it, but it's not available on Mac. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. so I I, I like made a whole Steam account and everything, and it's not bought available. It you can't play it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't I didn't actually buy it. No, because I can't buy it on Mac. There's no oh, like download it? option oh, for okay. Mac. So I was like, Fair okay, enough. yeah, I got I got Steam account and everything for no reason on the Mac. I can't no, even no, it's play cool. it. You can, get, you can play other games. But it's fine. It's not It's not that big of a deal because I, I haven't gotten into gaming as seriously yet. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm probably going to get into it once I get like a PS5 or something. Because there's yeah. a lot of like games that are coming oh, out. Yeah. But that's a whole different topic. Did you topic. see that release? Are you going to get it? I'm definitely not getting it. I just got a gaming laptop. <laughs> I saw I saw the price and I was like, yeah. consoles have never been this expensive. I'm just moving to How much PC. is it? Yeah. It's like 600 pounds. Yeah, I th- how I think, much were no, they it's, before? It's, four, it's 450. There's like, there's two types. Yeah, one, one's, one's 450, the yeah, other one's, one's like 360. Si- bro, there's one that was like 600. No, 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 no. it's I'm 450, 360. I saw the release. 360 is not that bad. Yeah, yeah. 360 is not too bad. It, but the, the 360 yeah. one, you, it doesn't come with like a disk drive, so you can't watch like films or actually um, buy like hardcover games. Everything. You have to download everything. And when you download, download everything from the store, it's much more expensive. Yeah, so, yeah, I know. I know. There's benefits. That. Is it? Stores always. Well, I don't yeah. know. I haven't played. It's like at least like yes. five, ten pound. Like always more expensive. Yeah, it's always more expensive. Yeah. Always. And I, so I think weird. like they're they're trying to market themselves differently now. Mm-hmm. They're trying to go for more of a a home entertainment where you can play games, but then you can also go on the internet. Well, I know and you can also just use a PS4 to watch Netflix. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I I don't think it's like too bad of a shout. Um, their specs are pretty good. And obviously, you, you just made like a big purchase, right, on a laptop, so you're not going to get it. Yeah. But I, I don't think I'm going to get it until um, just wait like until the second Christmas. Release. Yeah, Christmas or like their pro version. Yeah. The the thing is, right, they have a lot of games coming out in 2021. They don't really have any games coming out specifically on release. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, see I'm not the planning point. on getting it yeah. on release. Yeah. No. And did you know? There's no point. It's always terrible on release. As I, well. I just and don't the pre-orders see the are already sold out. Like oh. if you check Amazon, it goes, yeah, there's no more quantity right now. Like I don't you have see to the point in getting it on release. Because every mm. time there's something like a game console gets released, yeah. there's mm. always lags and glitches yeah, and problems. Yeah. There's just no point. Yeah. Only thing for me to update from this week, uh, I pretty much just worked, but um, I did get the anime, the new anime uh, skin pack in Call <laughs> of Duty. I literally bought it probably five minutes before you got here. Yeah. Um, and the names were so funny. They yeah. had a gun called Sundere, a gun called, <laughs> a gun called Yandere. What the? They had a uh, knife called like Dandere. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was so funny. Kids. And they, had, they have yeah. like they've had like five or six anime packs. Like they mm. had one that had a bus, Damn. or they have a bus in the Warzone game mode. Yeah. Or a big mm. truck, and um, the the bus is called Senpai. 
or like senpai oh mobile God. or something i can't yeah. even remember the name it's like senpai please or yeah. something and it's like a pink bus yeah and it just has a like little anime girl on it to, to be honest i feel like it's more meme than anything yeah, yeah, else definitely meme because it's, it's hard to imagine like cod kind of playing towards the anime market kind of market yeah, yeah but no. the thing is this pack like they named everything like they, they named yeah. the dairies they had all of them the, the, had, the, the dev was definitely a weeb yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the dev who did this one's definitely a weeb and all of yeah. the designs were like really they looked kind of like what the character would be mm-hmm. like the gun that's like a sundere is like more <laughs> out there and like aggressive and it's like a gun that would be an aggressive gameplay Duh. and then um yeah so all the guns were like mm. they played into the i don't know ethos of that type of character it yeah. was really interesting so as soon as i saw that i was like i'm buying this i don't care mm. it literally was just like <laughs> sorry boys yeah taking one for the team here i gotta get it um but yeah Fair it's enough. really cool yeah, yeah i'm looking forward to that but yeah i think recently i've been watching vinland saga right yo i just and started vinland it's saga. so good and i feel like wait what what type of anime watches are you do, do you binge or do you normally watch it week by week so i it, i i do too so normally I watch with my brother and I've got um, a- another two friends that like I usually meet meet up with them one day on the weekend, probably like a Friday night or a Saturday. And um, we'll sit there and we choose an anime that we're going to start. Yeah, and then cool. we just literally watch as many episodes as we possibly can in one yeah. day. <laughs> and then like if we finish it, we finish it. Like we watch half of Inland Saga in one night. Nice. Yeah. And um, so we do that. Like we finished Dr. Stone. We got all the way up to date. Like nice. we did it with a couple of different animes. And like that's usually I watch probably the seasonal stuff with them mm-hmm. and then when i'm on my own I, I usually tend to watch like the older things yeah, yeah. um some like more established series but the the one thing i've been watching on my own uh weekly has been god of high school oh yeah and yeah. like that is interesting because obviously it's a webtoon that got turned into an anime so it's kind of like mm-hmm. the first of its kind i think yeah isn't it a korean manhwa yeah, yeah it's it's basically it's a korean, korean manhwa, manhwa, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's interesting as well because it's set in seoul which is a weird <laughs> weird setting because like you're so used to everything being in like tokyo mm-hmm. you yeah. know so it was set in seoul and um I, I was watching it on crunchyroll and the the japanese voice actors they have japanese voice actors so that's also weird because they're all saying mm. the korean names yeah, yeah. No, that's so like very common like park or like park jisun or something oh yeah, yeah, name, yeah you know yeah. like very common korean names yeah, yeah. or yoon um and they're japanese voice actors so that was a bit interesting but i think interesting there's over. potential for it to be very good i think the story at this point is like very lacking or like yeah the first episode they kind of jump straight into this tournament yeah. and i feel like there was like they wanted to build the first like 10 15 minutes like character development then all of a sudden it like there's no character development anymore and it's like mm. instantly a fight kind of yeah um so i find the story is a bit jumpy but uh, i think there's potential for the story to get yeah. good like the latest episode the story is looking uh, nice uh, i haven't actually watched it yet um i'm still waiting um for it to be finished Bro, the fight scenes are yeah. incredible the fight I'm, scenes are very very yeah. well animated i'm 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 a binge watcher mm-hmm. so i wait till it finishes and then i just give like one whole day or i just watch it like across a week yeah so like two three episodes a night yeah. So I normally prefer it that way. How about you, Armin? I'll probably binge watch that because I haven't started watching it yet. Yeah, so yeah, it's just like, I'll just binge. wait until like the first season finishes. But yeah. like, it just depends on the the anime, I guess. Uh, mm. If it's something that I started like as soon as it released. Well, I mean, and you're, I was interested you're like up to date with Detective Conan, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like so I watch that all the time. Yeah. And then the same with like uh, Boku no Hero. Mm-hmm. Like that, that I started watching from the very beginning yeah. when it was released. 
I thought you were going to say Bopano Pico. No, no, no. Hero. My Hero Academia. Jesus, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we can't be doing yeah. I wouldn't be watching that. No, no, no. Please, yeah. kids, don't watch that. Yeah. But yeah, like if, if it's like animes like that, when I start watching it from the release, then I'll just watch it like weekly. But if it's something where the story, I'm just like, oh, you know what? I can wait until like there's good enough amount for me to just binge it. Those kinds of ones, I just decide to binge it. Or something like when I have something that I haven't watched it, I'll binge it. Yeah. But yeah. Fair enough. It, it just depends on the yeah. situation, I guess. And like, I think when when a lot of new people come into anime, there's always talk about like a gateway anime, right? Hmm. So in your opinion, like what do you think a gateway anime means? Like how, how would you how would you define a gateway anime? I think it's something that you, it's the animes that you should start with and like this the journey of you watching anime that's where you would start it and then it expands like last episode we were talking about like the stuff that we watched the stuff that got us into anime obviously that can be your suggested gateway animes but i guess as time changes and as time goes on the recommendations for gateway animes that you would give to other people would change from the ones that are what say your favorite animes you might not want to recommend those as the animes for beginner watchers yeah it could be something different something that you think oh you know what these three animes or four animes would be the ones that i would recommend a new person to watch so that they can then explore all the other different animes and once they've gotten used to the concept of anime and all the different like styles of it all the different storylines and genres within then you can start recommending the more like niche things the more like dark things because when you think of anime, it's like a lot of people think cartoon, you know, it's got to be like happy, kind of like colorful and stuff like that. Yeah. And very like, like jolly and mm-hmm. bright stories. But that's not the only way. Mm-hmm. So gateway, I think is, it needs to be it needs to be a smooth start. It can't just throw them into the deep end because yeah. that could put off a lot of people. That's what I think. Yeah. A gateway I don't anime. know. For me, it's slightly different. So I think a gateway anime is something that. The, the, like the storyline transcends the medium so it's something that you would watch not just because you like anime it's something that you're watching because the story's so good you don't care whether it's animated live action cartoon like you don't care you're just watching it because it's such an interesting story yeah. so i feel like for me i have a lot of friends that don't like anime or that literally told me i would never watch anything animated like i have to see a real person acting has to be live action um, so there's definitely things that I have recommended to those people and said, okay, don't just say anime because you you might not care because the story is going to be so good. And I like have definitely got some people into mm. anime yeah. who said they would never watch it Yeah, yeah. Um, with some of the recommendations I gave. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think what we can agree on is like a gateway anime is something that normies can watch. Normies. Uh, yeah, something that normies can watch that will essentially turn them into anime like advocates or lovers. Like they'll finally well, understand what anime is yeah. because of, you know, the story or something that's easy to watch, something yeah. like that's an easy go for them. And I think obviously it depends on the type of gateway anime that you're, mm-hmm. that you're giving as a recommendation because there's so many. There's like the there's shonen, you know, there's like the Ichi obviously and there's yeah. like the Isekai and all that kind of stuff. But I think it's an anime that kind of, has something so strong about it mm-hmm. <clears throat> that will essentially make people interested inside of yeah. it. Yeah, it's not, not even that it makes them like all animes. It just means that they'll give it a shot. 
like it takes someone who wouldn't even watch it or just is like oh that's a stupid cartoon to yeah oh okay that was actually very good even if i don't like other animes i at least appreciated that one yeah exactly and once they watch that anime then they're generally curious about yeah, other sure. anime and they're like you know what i need to watch another anime after this because you liked it so much yeah. like i also remember and i probably mentioned it like last podcast as well but the main kind of gateway anime for me ones that i kind of got into straight away was you know your Bleach, your Code Geass, your Death Note, mm-hmm. your um, Full Metal uh, Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Those were the kinds of ones that kind of brought me into it because yeah. I was hunting for that really good story with the action and like, you know, a bit of fantasy and just a bit of escapism set in like another world. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But what would you guys actually recommend as a gateway anime? So, I have... Um, I think the first one that I would recommend is Kuroko no Basuke. Okay. So this is a sports anime. Mm-hmm. It's a shonen, obviously. It was actually released in 2012 to mm-hmm. 2015. So it had three seasons and each each season has around 25 episodes. So it's, it's a bit of a long watch. Mm. But I think if you get hooked on the first couple of episodes, you'll Definitely watch through it like it, yeah. instantly. Yeah. Okay. And I think this manga is kind of, it bought sports anime into light so obviously there yeah. was Hajime, Hajime no Ippo, right which is the boxing one yeah um, bro you can't do slam dunk like that come on <laughs> yeah no seriously slam dunk yeah, yeah. was like yeah. a really big deal yeah honestly yeah, yeah. like but even I, agree, I, I think, think for, I think slam dunk was before Kuroko no Basuke mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah no, even yeah. bigger slam dunk's yeah. huge yeah and, and even like still OG, now OG, yeah. Yeah. even still now like a lot of like people would say slam dunk over Kuroko no Basuke for sure yeah. yeah, I don't know. So, like, I, I enjoy but, both, and my, yeah, my sure. brother enjoys both, but I'm he's definitely a slam dunk advocate. I'm definitely a Kuroko no Basuke. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think it just Kuroko depends no on what, well, you, what you prefer. Yeah. I think Kuroko kind of... I agree um, for the new school. It definitely... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sure. kind of bought the sports anime mainstream. That, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what Kuroko... Oh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And yeah. you can tell, like, how by how popular it was. Like, in 2014, right, they sold 27 million manga copies. Just yeah. imagine... That's that's insane. That's like such that's a large, large amount. Yeah. And um, the studio which produced the anime is Production IG. So it also made like Psycho Pass, Guilty oh, Crown, so Haiku as well. So the other recently sports anime. Nice. Um, and Ghost in the Shell as well. So this studio Ooh. is known for high quality, yeah. right? So that's why I'm kind of like recommending it because you know you're going to get a good anime. Yeah. yeah. And... I think this is like the first anime which kind of motivated me to actually play some sport. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, it just built up so much hype and so much excitement around basketball, learning around it, learning about the different rules, the teamwork, the competition and how like, you know, you're working to get better and like the game just looked so fun. So I I did start playing basketball for a bit. Obviously, I don't know. Do you know what year it came out? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, 2012. Oh man. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that I was so I was trying to figure out if I was playing basketball at the time. I was probably I didn't play for my high school team until senior year and then I broke my ankle right before our tournament. Oh damn. But like I definitely remember watching the anime with my brother. Yeah. And then like wanting to immediately go play basketball with him afterwards and like with our other friends and then we had another friend who was watching it and we were like so hyped about playing <laughs> basketball together. And then I remember when I broke my ankle I was so mad because I couldn't yeah. have my like Kagami moment. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I used to play basketball in like secondary school. Yeah. Up until like maybe year eleven, mm-hmm. because like you had two for PE. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually had my own oh, basketball okay. and everything, so I used okay. to play. But then I'm only like five nine, right? And yeah. like the other guys are like six two, six three. Bro, so this game matter. is about height. Like honestly, yeah. like if you want to 
get really good or get better, like actually win, you're going to have to be tall. So then I just started playing it much more casually and I gave it up for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching Kuroko and I was like, damn, I should never have given it up because it's so fun. It's yeah, well, so engaging. Currently in the playoffs right now, there's a player under six foot. He plays for the Raptors. Yeah. Discount Drake. Shout out Discount Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but but, yeah. Do you, do you want me to give you like a quick plot overview yeah. of uh, the Kuroko, just, just in case nobody really knows what it's about? So um, it obviously follows Kuroko, the main guy, right? And it follows the Serian high school team as they're trying to go for the playoffs and get into the national tournament. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Kuroko, silver hair guy, right? Obviously, because that's anime. Yeah. Um, he attended like a, a middle school which was known for the generation of miracles. So these absolute like masterminds, like beast players of basketball, right? And they all split up, so they all went to different high schools. And he's like the phantom sixth member who has like special skills, right? And he meets this guy called Kagami in his new school. And Kagami is like a naturally talented mm-hmm. basketball player who can jump really high. And the key thing is he can catch Kuroko's balls, right? So his basketball like moves and everything. So mm-hmm. Kuroko's main power is like getting the ball anywhere, anywhere, like anytime. So yeah. that, that's his special skill since he's like a shorter guy. Yeah. And um, the dynamic with Kagami is Kagami can catch those and yeah. he can like score off those. And there's an interesting dynamic between them two because Kagami is very like hot headed and he's like pretty aggressive and yeah. like, he lets emotions get in front of him. Whereas and he, and he even has red hair and Kuroko, he has more of a white hair, bluish hair mm-hmm. um, yeah. and he's much more calm. So there's like a really good like dynamic between them two and how they kind of progress forward. And I think the series gets interesting when they start introducing the generation of miracles. Yeah. So these are like the best of the best. Like, and you have to think about it. <laughs> they're like 16 years old. Yeah. And they're like absolute beasts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not really that realistic. Yeah. Um, They've all got powers and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. And th- like each one of the generation of miracles has a special power. Mm. So one's like shooting or one's like ultimate defense one's like going into the zone and all this kind of stuff right so it's really fun and engaging to watch the right time to say spoiler alert or no no, no, it's (laughs) fine i think like i think it's part of the main story and i think a lot of people already know about this anime uh just in case you don't then yeah maybe spoiler alert (laughs) um but yeah the, the main thing about this anime is like they're always versing a generation of miracles. So it's mm-hmm. watching how the team adapts and how they get better together yeah. Yeah. and how they go about winning um, the match or the tournament or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I think one of the key things I like about the anime is the character development. You get really emotionally attached to each of the characters and each character is very, very different. Yeah. They're, they're unique, like the color of their hair, like their face, their personalities is very, very different. Mm-hmm. And you get to like learn across the, um, across the three seasons. So there's a lot of character development. You start getting attached to yeah. the characters. I think also like it's quite accurate to being in a sports team. Like a lot of sports animes, they make some of the characters too comfortable with each other or like it's a family. I feel like mm. oh, in that sure. one, they're still get confused by each other's mannerisms like you can still see that they're like getting used to each other and whatever so uh, that was something that stuck out to me when i watched it i thought it was like quite accurate to life yeah and i think like the best thing about kuroko and basket is the way that it builds hype between the competitions the 1v1s the special moves Mm -hmm. it's just so amazing building that up with the animation and the music style and like how how the ending of a certain episode as well like leads on to the next one Mm -hmm. there's a lot of cliffhangers it just really keeps you engaged for like a fun ride. 
Um, so yeah, it's like a lot of hype that, that shows you like themes of teamwork, you know, trying your best, trying to be okay. the best. The anime, the animation quality is amazing, right? The slam dunk oh, they sure. do yeah. when they go into the zone, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think it's a solid anime. I, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's unrealistic. Uh, yeah. These guys have special powers, etc. Like they ignite, ignite parts and all this. But yeah, honestly, sure, I'm, I'm watching, sure. I'm watching an anime, right? Yeah. Like I'm not there specifically for the realism i'm there yeah. to kind of just enjoy the ride and have fun and it's three seasons so I, I would recommend people watching like a couple of episodes and if you're not hooked by maybe the fourth fifth episode then yeah just just move on so how many how many people did you did you get into that or have you have you recommended it like for real or yeah yeah, or, yeah. Okay. i've recommended it to one guy that i know yeah um he watched it and he was hooked so oh, okay uh, so yeah. that's one star for you <laughs> <laughs> we'll tally them up at the yeah. end yeah but honestly, that's, that's my yeah. one, yeah. Honestly, like now that you're talking about like sports anime, one of my gateway animes was Haikyuu, which is obviously from the same production company as Kurokona Basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they did a pretty good job of not um of changing it up from Kuro, uh, from Kuroko series cuz this know that they were the same studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're both from pro- I said it, production. Yeah, yeah, they're both from production IG. And like I went with Haikyuu because like that's what I'm watching right now as well. That's what I'm also oh, okay. reading right now currently. And it I feel like it's more real it's more real yeah, than Kuroko for sure. Yeah, that's they definitely, definitely true. developed that in that aspect. They kept the same like aspect of like, you know, the team developing. They have the main character, Hinata, yeah. and then they have Kageyama. Yeah. They both like yeah. they were rivals in middle school. Kageyama was like a really good genius at volleyball mm-hmm. whereas Hinata was like someone who really fell in love with yeah. volleyball and then started to develop and he was like a really low character he was like really bad at it mm-hmm. he never played it properly in middle school because yeah. he's like really short yeah yeah and he, again you need to be really taught to play volleyball yeah. and yeah. Hinata was like super short and it was like the development and their rivalry together and that like really brought it and I think the fact that they don't have the said superpowers yeah like it realistically you can have like geniuses of yeah, like yeah. volleyball of basketball of football and it like it's very hard to be a hinata's height though and play volleyball like oh I for sure yeah, yeah volleyball yeah. is even more about height than basketball yeah and i guess it's it's unrealistic in the aspect of like he's so short but he's so good mm, that he's yeah. that he's, pe- he's playing a Man's spiker. Got like a fifty-inch vertical. Yeah, he's like he's really <laughs> good at jumping. I guess I guess it kind of shows like oh, you can do anything because it's yeah, shown yeah. and it's it's for kids. It's yeah. like for young kids. It's motivational. Yeah. It's more motivational. It's like if you try really hard enough, if you practice really yeah. hard enough, yeah. you can really do it. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely and like realistic. it's still it's still going on. And like I would say one of the people that I recommended or I didn't actually recommend it's something that I was watching on the TV at home on Netflix and then my sister came in and she started watching it with me and now she's like she's like oh this is actually really good I'm yeah. gonna watch it and I was like yeah go show her, yeah. go ahead and watch it there's still more to come because the yeah. anime is yeah. not finished yet yeah and the manga is also still ongoing yeah and I think there's like a whole debate about oh which one's better Kurokono Basket or Haiku but I, I don't think like either one's better. I think it's up to your preference. Yeah. And both of them kind of cater towards the same audience, but then also at the same time to a different audience. So I think Haiku is very much more realistic. Oh, like yeah, the, for sure. The, the characters in there, they don't really have any powers or anything. Like well, one's a genius, right? Yeah. But the rest of them, they've kind of worked their way up. They've yeah, had they've to really kind of, trained and yeah. honed the their skills. Thing to is it. Like, I don't think there were any, I cannot think of a single volleyball anime and I can't think of any anime that, 
like honestly if you go if you went to like uh, i don't know an anime convention or something the amount of hinata and kagiyamas or yeah yeah walking around is like ridiculous like there's so many people that dress up oh, like yeah. them it, oh it for sure there's a lot of people yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean hinata it's also especially. like something that's still going on yeah like i mean as of 2020 haikus had over 38 million copies sold oh, wow. oh so like it's still oh, going on yeah, there's still yeah, a big, big hype. yeah it, it's, it's the next like there's, big you know yeah, yeah. and uh, it's just because of the realism aspect of it and yeah. uh, i get that there's a rivalry between the people talking about haikyuu and kuroko but like they're they're the same genre of anime yeah. but totally different yeah. one's like superpower and unrealistic one's more like more realistic mm. like in haikyuu they're not just all about win 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 they're not yeah. always winning whereas in kuroko most of the time a lot of the times they're just winning because it's because you're going facing you're yeah. facing off against the the miracle kids right and yes it looks like they're gonna lose but they do end up winning they They do do lose lose quite a lot but i feel like in haiku it shows more of the realism whereas they lose a lot yeah as a team who's coming up from the ground as a team who fell from the top went back to the ground and that they didn't have all of the you know the Mm. the greatest players in the team Uh, they really start coming from the bottom it's like a more started from the bottom kind of thing from the bottom now yeah yeah. now we're here (laughs) and they're still and they're still like developing they're still not winning all their games all the time they're almost losing most of their games and it's it's really nice to see that kind of development them going against the giants the actual giants that Mm. that they're having hard times to yeah. and they have underdeveloped players yeah. players who are not confident it shows you to be like confident in yourself and stuff like that it really gives like the the aspect of shonen yeah i, I think there's a lot of opinion. similarities between the two i just oh, think, for sure. i think the main difference is in kuroko they're already the masters right yeah. and it's yeah. just like you're just watching it because you want to see how they beat the other like pro it's just fun to see yeah, all of the of colors fun, and right? all, of the, all of the superpowers yeah and exactly. like it gives you it doesn't give you any like real expectations yeah, but it's yeah. just really fun to see all of this like effects and stuff like that that's right. mainly why i watched it i would say that's true but yeah so what you, about yourself? you get you get a star as well so that's one star for each of you <laughs> i'm about to blow you both out the water with this one. <laughs> i feel like i'm back in like high school so yeah gold star a, <laughs> like, a, what is e for effort um so my recommendation or my like number one gateway anime it would definitely be erased or in Japanese, I'm going to screw this up. Boko dake ge ga inai machi. <laughs> I never knew that, that there was, like, I never read the Japanese name yeah, in my life. Yeah. So I did, I could not say it for yeah. shit. I don't, I don't think you should again. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, there's some, there's some that are fine. I can say them in Japanese because, yeah, like, yeah. I learned the anime name in Japanese. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But, like, this one I always called erased. Whenever I searched it up, it was called erased. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. We'll stick with Erased for this. I don't want to butcher yeah, the, the yeah. Japanese name anymore. Go for it. Um, but yeah, this... So this is like... I just think the the probably one of the most unique stories I've seen. And like, I've recommended it to three people who hated anime, who said they'd never watch it. And they were like, the story was so good, they watched the whole thing. They yeah. just binged every episode. And when I watched it, it was so good, I binged every episode. I, I Like, the story just... Again, like my definition was something that transcends a genre. Mm-hmm. I think this like transcends being an anime because I think there's also a live action yeah, that's did, also yeah. apparently I didn't watch the live action. Apparently, it's very good com- okay. in comparison to other live actions. They're and both I think, on my Netflix list. At yeah, the so I think watch. it like was not a Death Note situation. Like mm. I think it was very very well done, and yeah. I think also what plays into <laughs> that is the story is actually so good. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so th- so. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, 
definitely do not watch uh, or do not listen to what I'm about to say. Like, go and watch it and then for come the back. Pause this for a bit. <laughs> skip yeah, a couple minutes, you know. Yeah. Pause it for a few minutes. But, um, yeah, so the story is basically about a guy who's kind of, like, down on his luck. Um, he's, he, like, witnesses something and he sees this butterfly. And then when he sees the butterfly, he travels back in time. And so he goes back to being a child. And then he has to realize what it is that like first of all triggered him to go back i mean i mm. there's something that definitely triggered him to go back but i'm yeah. not going to ruin it because it's a huge plot twist in the first episode yeah yeah but he sees the butterfly and he goes back in time um and so when he when he goes back in time he has to figure out like what it is that and he's a kid back. right yeah he goes back yeah. to being a kid so he's ba- he's himself as a kid yeah yeah but he has to like figure out what his purpose is and like why he was sent back and why he was chosen and he starts figuring it out and basically the synopsis is that he's trying to find a murderer as a mm. child. So he's yeah. gone back, back to being a kid and he needs to find a murderer. And in his town, there were kids that got abducted and murdered. So he f- figures it's probably him having to go back and like stop these kids being abducted. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's like the overall plot, what happens in it and like the twists and turns that it takes and like the story in general is just incredible. And yeah. um, the people that I recommended it to, one of them then went and watched it with his mother and she <laughs> oh watched God. the whole thing and she did <laughs> like she, yeah so so exactly so he like watched it with his mum because he was like this is such a good story you have to watch it yeah, yeah. and they mm. watched it together and i was like if someone's mum can get into it it's yeah. definitely got to be on the list yeah like i remember the first time i watched it i was like on the edge of my seat yeah because um i think like in terms of crimes like child abduction for me is like one of the scariest yeah it's always it's like it's very very like out there it's like you never yeah, know what's gonna happen sure. and mm. like you you can never really think about what would make someone do that. Yeah. And when that gets put into the anime form, mm-hmm. it's like, just like, what the fuck? Like yeah. it's, it's very shocking yeah, at first, sure. but I think that's part of the anime. It's like, it gives you that shock, but then yeah. it shows you like, this is a, a thriller. It's like, yeah. um, it's psychological. It's a mystery. Yeah. We're going to kind of show you how, like what happens with this killer and you know, whatever. I think it's also interesting because even though the characters for most of the anime are all children, it's a scene in, so oh, I feel yeah. like it's like also weird and contradictory and keeps it interesting. But yeah. um, the one thing, I, uh, I, uh, the other thing I wanted to point out was that the studio for this one, because you guys both mentioned your studios, the studio is A1 Pictures. And mm. before like, A1, before yeah. figuring out what studios were like, and like, I think the first one that made me think, oh, I should look at other studios was Wit. Because they have such an obnoxious intro to all of their animes with yeah. like the people on the motorbikes and stuff. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, so <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, I should probably know more about studios because I knew absolutely nothing. I just knew what animes I liked and didn't like. So then when I searched up who did Erased, they did so many. They did like Sword Art Online, Anno cool. Exorcist, nice. Seven Deadly Sins, Fairy Tale, um, Promise Neverland, Anohana. Mm-hmm. Like a lot nice. of ones that I that I like a lot. Yeah, and yeah. I figured like... Makes- yeah, the animation was always something that I liked, but I didn't realize that it could be so impactful because I really like all of these animes. Yeah. And I think like another one that I would recommend for like a unique story, because mm-hmm. you were saying that Erase has a unique story, yeah. is RE0. So mm-hmm. have you guys watched R-E-Zero. it? RE0. Yeah, RE0. Yeah, yeah. I call it RE0. Oh, know wait. Why. First, first to go back, I get three stars for the last one, so I'm up. <laughs> okay. I'm up three. <laughs> you guys Fair are enough. each on one. Yeah. But yeah, um, ReZero, ReZero, however, however you want to call it. Definitely ReZero. Yeah, if you say okay. yeah, ReZero, sure. just jump out window. <laughs> yeah, bro, what are you doing here? All right, ReZero, okay. So I think everybody knows this anime, okay? I, I think I remember when it came out, 
I think it had the whole anime community like by that by the handle. It was like everybody was watching it. Everybody was on like the edge of Actually, their seats trying to figure out. Get a second season or something. Yeah, yeah. The, the second out? season's out now. It's like airing now. Yeah. But the, the first one came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. And like as you know, it's it's a dark fantasy. It's mm-hmm. um adventure. Is a guy. I'm right? I'm actually watching this one now. I'm only on like episode like three. So no spoilers. Oh, don't, yeah, yeah, don't don't spoil yeah, too I much. Yeah, I haven't watched me. it. I know of uh, it, but I haven't watched it myself. Okay, okay. No. I'll, I'll try to skip over any kind of key spoilers. I'll try to keep yeah. it more generic. I mean, if you're going to do anything, yeah, you could just generic. give us like the, the basic plot the nitty of gritty. the thing. Okay, cool. We yeah, don't want to get into that. Yeah, 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 I'll try to keep it like generic for the yeah. listeners as well if you haven't watched this. Um, okay, yeah. So I'll keep it kind of generic for mm. ReZero. It's in Izaka. Yeah, I'm, I'm so yeah. bad at pronouncing this right. Izakai, yeah. None um, of us are Japanese, don't exactly. we? Yeah. Izakai, okay. I'm just going to call it Another World Adventure, yeah. okay? So it's Another, another World, world Adventure, yeah. okay? And it was praised a lot for its different kind of twist on this type of genre because yeah. there's been a saturation of this genre, okay? There's been so many of them going like, oh, we're going to a new world. There's demons in this one. There's yeah. whatever in that one, right? But this one was kind of given a lot of like reward and kind of acknowledgement because yeah. of the way it handled the genre. Mm-hmm. So without spoiling the plot too much yeah oh you, you watched you the first three episodes yeah. okay, okay so it focuses on like subaru yeah which yeah. is the main guy and he's a hiki, hikikimori which is the person who stays inside all the time oh like a recluse yeah like a, a recluse there's another word for the hermit is that, the, is that um, the yeah it's yeah, yeah it's pretty much like a hermit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. hermit is the literal translation well, like what? not in education yeah, yeah, or yeah. employment yeah. training so he's one of those and he gets transported into like a fantasy world right and he doesn't know why and it's your typical like fantasy world with old towns, castles, knights, you know, all yeah, that kind of stuff, like, monsters. I remember from the first episode, there was a lot of um, like animal humans. Yeah, yeah. A lot <laughs> like of animals. So it, was, it, was, it, was, it was again a bit questionable, <laughs> but don't crazy. worry, yeah, just keep yeah, watching. Yeah. Okay, it gets yeah. better. So obviously he meets um, a girl and she's half elf and her name's like Satella at mm-hmm. first. Okay. Um, so I think the, the key thing here is he dies. Okay. okay. And for an for an anime to kill their main character off in the first two episodes. Well, if it's yeah. the first two episodes, it's not yeah, a big yeah. deal. It's, well, actually, it's, it's did, quite shocking. It's, I don't think it, they have um, episode 1A and 1B on Crunchyroll, and then they have one that's, like, connected. So I think, I don't know if it's the first two episodes or the first episode if you were watching it. If you watch it split up, it's the second episode, I think. But yeah, I think they were doing, like, 40-minute episodes yeah. at one point. So they, were, they split up in two, but you can't yeah. watch it all in one yeah. as well. Right. So, it's so depending when preference. you're watching it, it will be a different stage. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah, but much it's, kill them it's, off pretty it's, early. Yeah, it's it's the premise of yeah. the anime. Like you're gonna find this out as yeah. like literally straight away. Yeah. And his ability is like return by death. Okay. Yeah. So it's essentially he goes along in this world trying to figure out why he's there, how yeah. he died. Uh, also helping like the princess and all this kind of stuff yeah. uh, using his ability. Yeah. And at each stage, he kind of like gets a checkpoint. So then he's fine uh, up until that death. Okay. Yeah. And let me just tell you, he dies a lot, okay? <laughs> he dies a lot. Yeah. Um, but the main premise is he goes on an adventure to figure mm. out why he's got this ability. Also to help this princess female um, yeah. girl yeah. that he's interested in. He's honestly such a white knight for her. Like, <laughs> it gets a bit cringy at times, but um, that it is, it is what it is, essentially. Yeah. Um, and you get introduced to like a variety of different characters, like a witch's cult, and they're really, really crazy. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's a witch that's brought a calamity beforehand and he's fighting against a calamity. And then a variety of different kind of characters, you mm-hmm. know, pop up. So yeah, like I said, caution, you know, there's a lot of violence and a lot of like, it's gruesome, okay? Sounds and he like dies. A lot so yeah, that's the thing that 
so when I watched the first episode, I was expecting like a shonen like My Hero Academia. Yeah. There's no blood, nothing. And then like all of a sudden it gets gruesome as hell. And I was like, yeah. you've piqued my interest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think half the anime, he's either screaming in pain or just like straight up dying. So it's, <laughs> it's got a lot of dark yeah. elements inside of here. But it's, it's, it's crucial for the plot for him to die and to kind of reset yeah. and to do something in a different way. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like, you know that he needs to die, but he's not dying. So yeah. you're just thinking, <laughs> fucking die, man. It's like, come on, <laughs> progress the story. Yeah. Um, but I think the anime is really good at showing how painful death is mm. and Subaru's experience of this. And I think the um, I think the main thing or one of the key things I, I like about it is the main character, right? Yeah. He's not a typical anime character especially in this genre mm. so normally when someone gets transported into another world they're like really to op fair, overpowered like they're also always kind of neat though oh yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. they're always neat that, that, yeah. that's a given right because you know you're pandering to the market yeah, yeah, like that's true. you have that's to talk you have to be that's your target true. audience hmm. but the thing here is he's not overpowered he's yeah. not like a god at it already yeah. okay he literally dies <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. over and over again. So, and he has a lot of character flaws. Like, yeah. you know, he's not really that much of a nice guy. Like sometimes like yeah. he's, he's generally a good guy, but yeah. like you can see his character flaws. He's human. Yeah. He's human. Yeah. He, he, you can relate to him quite a yeah. lot because he's, he's not overpowered. Okay. Yeah. He hasn't got all the skills, but because he dies so much, he kind of gains that kind of skill and yeah. then he trains for it. So every time he does kind of succeed and he mm. doesn't die in that same spot, it's so rewarding to watch because yeah. it feels like you've been in that whole journey with him where he yeah. kept dying, where he was struggling, where he's in pain. So you really get to feel for this main character and you see his transformation as well. Yeah. From the beginning, he's like your typical Isakai, normal guy, like really optimistic, yeah. right? Oh, not, mm. not, not OP, but very optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. But by the end of it, he's literally mentally broken and like psychologically like yeah. damaged because of the amount of times like he's died and yeah. what, he's, what he's gone through. So there is a lot of like depressing scenes as well that go yeah. on in here. So it's not your very like kiddie anime. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the ability like that he has is kind of unique. I haven't really seen much about it. And it really delves into like timelines and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, I, I won't spoil it too much anymore, but it's a very like, it's a very entertaining ride. It's got great yeah. animation, great story. You'll be hooked around it. And there's always a debate about the waifus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So like, interesting. I remember after I watched it, like during during when I was watching, I was watching it when it came out. Right, there was a big debate about who the best waifu is uh-huh. between like Amelia, which is the main girl, uh, and also Rem. So Rem is like a maid. Okay. Okay. And obviously, there's obviously reasons for why. I'm not going to say what I prefer. prefer. No, no, go on, go on. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm more of a Amelia person. Okay. Um, I know everyone says like ram ram ram, and honestly, I was looking sheepish to say that. Don't don't roast him too much. <laughs> I have no idea what to say. I've not watched it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, it's definitely a good watch. It's entertaining, yeah. a good plot, a uh, good ability. It's a different take on the Izaka genre. So I yeah. think you'll definitely enjoy it. That's why I'm recommending it. It's something fresh, mm. and and this will definitely get you into like the anime world. I think. Mm. Yeah, so that, so that's my that's my second recommendation, and I actually recommended it to like one guy. I don't really have too many anime so called yeah. like friends, so I only recommended like a certain uh, number of people. But yeah, he watched it and he really really liked it. So I think I get a star. Well, to be fair, I think <laughs> you recommended me to start watching it, so you oh. can have two stars for okay. that one. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Two, uh, two, two, two. Three stars. 
because I haven't started watching it, but it's on my list yeah. to watch. So it'll probably end up being because right, so that's the kind of stuff that I, remember, I also yeah, enjoy I watching. I put it in the group chat. Like so this, this was like yeah, yeah, you, t- really yeah you told us to watch it, yeah. and I started watching it. And I I didn't look back. So yeah. To be fair though, I'm not a non-anime fan, so maybe you get a half star. Yeah, okay, you can have okay. a half star for me and ramen, so you get two stars for that one. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like I watch anime anyways, like most of the time. Yeah, so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter Although if you I recommended like it or not. You're, you don't watch as much as I read more. I honestly read more than I than I watch. And like yeah. talking about reading, the next the other anime that I was gonna like recommend, mm-hmm. which is Death Note. Yeah, uh, Death classified Death as a Classic. shonen, but I. I, certified I, hood classic i would say it's a, it's a seinen and like because since we were talking about like dark stories yeah. i was like you know what let me just talk about death note as well and that's what i that's what i started to read before i started to watch it because the the manga yeah i read it first started came out in 2003 yeah the anime came out in 2006 when the manga finished the year the manga finished so it was better to just there was no other way around to watching Death Note because... Did you prefer reading it or watching it? They were both really different experiences. Like yeah. reading it, obviously it's not moving and Definitely. stuff. And I, I just enjoy reading manga. But then mm. when I started watching it, I was like, oh, yo, you know what? They did a really good job yeah. with yeah. the animation. And they didn't keep it... It wasn't like a bright thing. It was pretty dark, pretty real, pretty like real like life kind of thing. My favorite character from... Death Note, the Death Note world is mellow, and I feel like they did him dirty in the anime. Like they made him kind of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Is he the one that really? Um, he's like he wears Ill's like second. Like, yeah, yeah. So he's so he, yeah. or something, so, he right? so he wears like the leather waistcoat most of the yeah. time, oh, or like yep, yep. sleeveless oh, leather no. shirt, and then eats chocolate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember they when I like read sweets. the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I remember when I was um, reading Death Note, and I like got to his where he joins the yeah, storyline. Yeah. I like went immediately to a corner shop and I bought like <laughs> the same kind of big <laughs> chocolate bar that he eats. Yeah. Because like normally you just have like a, I don't know, Snickers or something, mm-hmm. but he yeah. eats the very specific like big mm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. type bar. And I remember I went and bought one and I like tried eating it as I was reading and he just eats the whole thing. And I like had like a big, big bite out of a corner and I couldn't finish yeah. it. Do you remember the, the cosplayers for L? So in the anime, L is barefooted, right? Yeah, yeah. There's so a, there was a lot these of guys. Course. Oh yeah, for in the sure. anime con, like barefooted uh, walking. Oh yeah, the yeah. Whole I've day. seen. I've like they are. Like, they, when this that? when this was going around, it was re- there was insane. people are dedicated to yeah, their yeah. to their cosplays, and like L was a pretty like interesting character to cosplay as well because it's like. You know, why? He, he would if you're unless you're unless yeah. you're super like dedicated with your with your cosplay, you wouldn't go around barefooted. And if L was wearing shoes in a in a in a he cosplay environment, it's just like I've ne- I've As not seen yeah. I've not seen the character wear shoes at all. And like to properly cosplay him, you'd have to not yeah. wear shoes. But like one of the Dedication. biggest reasons I would say why. It, why I think of it as a seinen rather than a shonen as what they classify it. I think it's a saying and not for not for not exactly for kids, but it's yeah. a good one for like young adults or like people who are older to I come think in you can appreciate it as a gateway. Age. But I think yeah. definitely yeah. when you get older, you, you will understand it more yeah. Yeah. the more to, to the be older honest, that you are. I, yeah. I watched it when I was like 15, 14, 15, like 16, around yeah. that age. So that was their target audience, kind of, you know, like middle 
I think the okay. middle of your teens. Uh, well, I, I it's think harder to understand in the middle of your teens though, because yeah. you're just there like, oh, lie. I didn't understand. It's it just a lot of like, oh, it. the kids killing. What is the? Po- it's just like, oh, he's killing them through a book. That's so cool, but you don't understand yeah. the, the justice, aspect of the injustice, what yeah. what he means when he's talking yeah. about like justification and stuff like that, yeah. and like what the other side means when they st- when they pick up uh, talk yeah. about like justification and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I would say that's probably one of the biggest reasons. And also like when they released it to the West, Mm -hmm. like it's on Adult Swim. Kids don't watch stuff on Adult Swim. Stuff on Adult Swim is basically for adults. Adult cartoons, not like adult, like as in 18 rated, but like people that are older that would understand. Yeah, Yeah, more mature cartoons. So like if, if Death Note was really what they say for kids then they would just play on like what cartoon network or something like that you know i definitely agree though it's it's for sure a gateway like i i even recommended it to people so you can have one of my stars like i've I've definitely like there's a lot of people in high school that i recommended it to that started watching it like a lot of people who were like oh yeah but it's just anime blah blah blah. i was like read the read the book (laughs) and you'll be able to do it like fairy tale high school oh yeah everybody liked it oh yeah no it's not it's not the (laughs) fact that everybody liked it it's just people appreciated the fact that this wasn't something like oh like you know like people gave it a shot kids people yeah yeah, Yeah. it's because it even from like the first like manga like yeah. by looking at the cover, you you just you can just tell you this is not something yeah, it was like that's skulls, for kids. Like dead bodies exactly. like on the floor and there's a on top of really them. really interesting. It's like a whole stuff. like nether world, right? Where yeah. the, sh- the shinigamis come from and everything, and it's very like dark, even the first scary, page is like know? really really dark. Yeah. yeah, it's something that you can get into. I think the story is also just so unique. Yeah, for sure, like very oh, yeah. unique story. Yeah, yeah. You never heard about this kind of stuff before. Yeah, just don't watch the live action, please, God. Oh, yeah. Yes, no I would not recommend. Just just watch the anime. And then, like, I saw the trailer, and from the trailer, I knew it was just going to be shit. Oh man, I I've saw decided. the trailer, and I thought yeah. it was—I thought it was a fan-made trailer. Did, did you see the main guy? He's like—he's such like an emo character. Well, like, like okay, he was yeah, too emo. The thing, the thing is, Light is supposed to be like the popular kid at school. He's not yeah. supposed to be yeah. like a <laughs> like a recluse. Yeah. Like this guy honestly looks like bullying and stuff. Like what is this? His lunch money. I've never called anyone stolen. that word in my life. Yeah. But he was defo like a dweeb. He wasn't even a—he wasn't a nerd. He wasn't a dork. Like man was a dweeb. They kind—they kind of ruined it with the live like. Yeah, the live action. It's like you just took all of the aspects so of up, light out. Hmm? Yeah. Well, we're, we're one up, one down for the live actions. The race had a good one. Death Note had a very, very bad one. Oh no, I would not recommend. Yeah, Death Note yeah, as a live action. Want, just, for just, sure. just erase it from your mind. Yeah. But yeah. I would definitely say, yeah, erase it. <laughs> hey. Well, I would definitely agree with you one hundred percent. That's uh, that's a gateway, and I think the story again just like transcends genre. It doesn't matter if it's the manga or the or the anime. Mm, what, yeah. what about the live action there? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I don't no, think it transcended that far. Mm, bro, that, the genre of the live action is shit. Yeah. And it definitely fit that category. So yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. For sure. But like, and I, I would say, I'd say enough of the dark stories. I think we should just like get back yeah. to well, like okay, something so more, a bit more bright maybe. I mean, I don't know what recommendations yeah. you guys have for well, bright lines. Like my next one is kind of a tie. So I feel like my my two recommendations because they're very similar um would be cowboy bebop or or samurai champloo um mm-hmm. a bit biased as well because they're like my favorite yeah, anime yeah definitely good um i have to disclose so no good. stars for samurai champloo i did not recommend that to anyone i just yeah. thought it was incredible yeah uh, cowboy bebop <laughs> trying to keep it to yourself yeah no. i did yeah. i did get Share a star it. for cowboy bebop <laughs> i did recommend that to someone but i think these 
two stories, while like the main characters are very similar in both, I think Spike and Mugen, um, Spike is the main character of Cowboy Bebop, yep. Mugen is the main character of Samurai Champloo. I think they're mm -hmm. very, very similar. And in the English dub, they're actually voiced by the same uh, voice actor. Mm -hmm. So I think that also adds to it if you watch it in English dubbed. Um, but I think the stories of both are just really interesting. Cowboy Bebop centers around a space cowboy. Yeah, essentially. I'm, I'm a sucker for sci-fi, sci so yeah. I'll just watch anything. Yeah, I think based. the art is incredible of in Cowboy Bebop and the music. Like, if you're into jazz, yeah, you're gonna love that anime. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the story is really, really good in both. I think the '90s vibes mm. are good in both. But, um, the reason I would probably pick Samurai Champloo over Cowboy Bebop, looking back, even okay. though Cowboy Bebop's probably my favorite anime, yeah. I think mm. Samurai Champloo for this generation. The music in, in both is extremely important. And I think in Samurai Champloo, it's like the creator of Lo-Fi, uh, New Jabes, mm. New Jabez, however you want to say his name. Uh, I call, I say New Jabez. Yeah, New yeah Jabez. I think it is New yeah. Jabez, but I New know Jabez. some people call him New, New Jabes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, however you say it, he's a legend. He essentially created yes. Lo-Fi. Like he's yes, the godfather he of Lo-Fi music. And oh, I for think, real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a Japanese um, hip-hop producer yeah, yeah. Um, but his music is just it's incredible so good, yeah, yeah. it's like really calming and just yeah. like makes you think about life <laughs> oh man if you if you want to if you really want to dive deep into the music love sick hexology uh shout out to my friend d thanks for showing me the, his <laughs> his uh other work but yeah. yeah his music's incredible and i think it plays in well to today's genre like kids um young teens people in uni i think mm. everyone has gone on this lo-fi vibe. And I think a lot of people listen to lo-fi when they're working or what have you. Yeah, for I sure. do. Yeah. For sure. yeah, I think um, it definitely plays into that mm -hmm. for today. And I think the story, again, is, is really interesting. It's like, obviously, they're samurai, but there's like a lot of modern cultural references. Yeah, I feel like it's in. timeless. Yeah, like, yeah, That yeah, kind yeah, of definitely. anime is timeless. Mm -hmm. You can watch it like any single time. Yeah. And I think the anime like style as well yeah, is so unique. Yeah, you know the one thing that confused me. I thought Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo were the same studio, right? Oh, okay. I like the art style is very very similar. Obviously because it's the same author. Yeah. Um, but and same, uh, I believe director or producer or whatever, um, Watanabe. So I think it's the same across both, but the actual studios are different. So that confused me. So the mm -hmm. studio for um, Samurai Champloo is Manglobe which I hadn't heard of before, but when yeah, I I'm looked them sure. up, um, they did quite a lot of stuff that I enjoy. So they did Dead Man Wonderland. That's um, a good one. I like they that. did oh, Gangster. That was good. Which is, is also really, yeah, really good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Dead Man Wonderland got done dirty, man. I don't know why they cancelled it. Yeah, I think the manga is... Just keep it with the manga. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think if that hadn't gotten cancelled, that might have been on my list. But the fact that it's so short and they kind of messed around with the story to get it shorter yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. They skipped a Discounted bunch. it, yeah. Hmm. And then the one... Um, the studio for Cowboy Bebop is um, Sunrise Studio. And they did a lot of uh, other interesting stuff that I like. So they did like Code Geass which is, spoiler, on my list. Um, they did Gintama. They did Gintama. Axel World. Gintama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, they're interesting. The thing, I actually never got into Gintama. I think there was a lot of people that would have said Gintama's good because it's like mm. a satire. Yeah. And it kind of makes fun of animes. And that's, 
I had a friend yeah. who only saw Gintama and that got him into yeah, anime. Yeah, the memes, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the people who really liked it, like they, like I watched it. I watched quite a lot. My brother watched more than me. Like he was proper into it. Yeah. And I, I could respect that because I saw the different kind of, uh, different arcs they had. Yeah. So some were completely just for fun, but yeah. some were super yeah. serious. Yeah. And I think the contrast between the two being able to be serious and also being yeah. able to joke around. And to be honest, it was funny. Like yeah. there were so many it's times it's just yeah. absolutely yeah. crazy. I think that's, that's, that's what drew me to it. The characters are so well defined yeah. in Jintama. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty good. I was going to say comedy is definitely another thing in um, Samurai Champloo. Like I remember I was on the tube and I was watching it and I would like burst out laughing <laughs> at this one scene and everyone looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> um, hey, he's watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, he's watching cartoons, that guy. No, yeah. I was just laughing so hard because... Every time, every episode I watched it, there was something that made me laugh. And I think, um, yeah, the fact that it's timeless and just such a, such yeah. a good story definitely puts it on my list. Mm. I think another timeless one and probably my final recommendation, yeah. it's not exactly a series. It's a movie. So it's an anime movie. It's called mm. Paprika. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? I yes, have heard Paprika. of it, but I haven't watched uh, it. You guys, you guys definitely I need watched to watch it. it. It's a masterpiece. So I'll, I'll keep it generic again in terms of yeah. the plot line. But I think everyone knows Inception. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So a lot of the themes in Inception, the ideas around you know the dream world, using yeah. dreams, it's based off Paprika. Oh no way! So Paprika came out mm-hmm. actually in two thousand and six, uh, and oh, Inception know, came out in twenty ten. This happened with another anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they, they, yeah. They, they take a lot of ideas from anime. Yeah. So there was that movie called Ghost in the Shell, and guess what? It was uh, inspired by an anime called Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know if you yeah, guys, yeah. if you guys knew that, yeah. but that's a uh, mind blow. That film was horrendous. but But i didn't know that about paprika i had no idea that that's what i found out as well and like when i watched it i was like wait a sec this reminds me of inception because the way they're doing it and i'll describe like um the concept and like why i like it but um yeah 2006 it's made by satoshi kon so satoshi kon right he used to make a lot of amazing anime films okay sadly you know he's he's died and this was his fourth and kind of like really big fourth um, fourth film uh, he's done a lot more but this was like his fourth biggest kind of film and it's a science fiction thriller which revolves around a surreal kind of psych- psychedelic adventure into the mm. human mind Interesting. right and um, I'll give a general overview of the plot right mm-hmm. so there's a lot to uncover and I don't really want to spoil it and I'm not yeah. going to spoil it at all uh, but the, the general story is there's a new device it's mm-hmm. called the DC Mini and it allows us to see people's dreams. And it's okay. developed by like a group of scientists and one scientist in particular. Um, and essentially what it's doing is it's being used for therapy. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the DC minis, it has a technical fault. Okay? okay. Which allows the user to actually enter into people's dreams. Oh, damn. Okay. And the main doctor, the actress, um, the main female protagonist, the Dr. Chiba, she's using this machine illegally to mm-hmm. help psychiatric patients. So she enters their minds um, with her alter ego called Paprika. Okay. And she kind of okay. helps them get better if it's depression, if it's w- whatever kind of illness yeah. they have. I see the similarities. So this yeah. is what happens, right? The device gets stolen. So you find this out in like the first 10, 10 15 minutes, okay? Yeah. The device gets stolen, right? And because it has like kind of access issues, yeah. it will basically allow anyone to access anyone's dreams. Okay. And mm-hmm. when they do access the dreams, they can mess around in the dreams mm-hmm. and essentially make people go crazy and, and lose their mind. Okay. So... I think that's what I'll say about the story-wise. Mm-hmm. But overall, yeah. it's it's just an adventure on how 
the, the Dr. Chiba teams out with the yeah. detective, how they go into the mind, yeah. um, how they're essentially kind of trying to track who did it, like who's kind of stolen the machine, yeah. who's trying to um, mess with people's dreams. And ultimately, they're trying to stop the threat of dreams merging with reality. That's okay. the biggest yeah. kind of thing they're working towards. And that's a big point in Inception as well. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And one thing that kind of hooked me straight away was the soundtrack. So I don't normally okay. say this, but the soundtrack for this anime this anime film was just amazing yeah. it's just a theme song right um it's i forgot, I forgot the name but I have, I have it on my spotify yeah. and i downloaded it on my spotify <laughs> that's what it says yeah. but if you if you just google the soundtrack for no, paprika actually, it's really of spotify, good both the samurai champloo ost and the cowboy bebop ost are on spotify defo give them a listen yeah so mm-hmm. the, the cowboy bebop one's very recent that was yeah. like in the last month they put that on fair enough oh nice yeah so, so, so the soundtrack for Paprika is like electronic key and it's like really strange. Like I've never heard okay. this kind of music. It's like a guy like humming like, blah, 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 like whatever. Yeah. But it's so, it's so <laughs> like... That's a demo. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Um, but it's like, it just got me hooked straight away. And obviously it's sci-fi. I love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. And it's, um, it really stands out as showing how surrealism can be beautiful. Yeah. The different kind of colors, the imagery, the distorted like random things that it shows. There's this one scene where essentially... Um, there's a parade of like dolls and technology mm. and random stuff going through a desert. Mm. And when I watched that for the first time, I was just like blown away yeah. about yeah. how out there this anime was. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's like, it's all in all a colorful sci-fi thriller with plenty of like adventure and mystery. So I'll definitely give it a go. It's it's like probably one of my favorite um, Satoshi Kon movies yeah. and satoshi kon's also known for other works like millennium actress you know perfect blue so mm. i watched, blue watched them as well and perfect blue is like a very good social commentary on like you know um like these idols and how they're dealing with life yeah. and mm-hmm. how they go about it. My um, watched it it's it's a really good thriller so mm. he, he's an amazing film filmmaker sadly he's not with us yeah but i would definitely recommend paprika you you won't regret it all right that's sure, yeah. definitely going on my list yeah, I've I've been recommended that before as well, Paprika, yeah. and also Perfect Blue, by my sister as well before. So I'll definitely give them a watch as well. But I guess like talking about the last like or your third gateway anime, my one would be One Piece, and like interesting choice. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, for me, I I guess I can I would say I can count that it might be controversial as a timeless piece as well because. I know a lot of people who have gotten into anime through mm-hmm. One Piece. Yeah, that's true. It's definitely got like, a huge following. Even all the different places that I've worked, if I've asked people, like, if they watch, like, anime, a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, I'm currently watching One Piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how are you How are you doing that right now? Like, there's yeah. so many episodes to watch yeah. and it's still not finished. I mean... Bro, how can you say that when you watch Detective Conan up to date? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess, like, Detective Conan is also, like, the one of the ones that just carries on. But we, uh, as of, like, August this year, it's been announced that the One Piece, like, is arriving at its final arc. So oh, it wow. is it Wait, is man, going to come to an end. Wow. But oh, obviously it's going to go forever. forever. Yeah. yeah, the manga is coming, like, okay. most likely going to come to an end. So, like, obviously, once the manga comes to an end, the manga and the anime right now, I don't think there's that big of a gap between between them. Yeah. So that anime might also mm. come to an end as well. But yeah. it's, like, one of the ones that I would definitely say to start, like, mm. as a gateway for one of the shonen animes, for mm. sure. Because it's something that is very jolly. There's comedy. There's yeah. there's There's fillers, but even the fillers are 
sometimes really fun there's development of the characters there's all of the like straw hat crew pirate crew yeah and you get a story for each of them not yeah. not a single one is left behind yeah. and not a single one of them doesn't have like a mediocre story there's not a everyone has like something that you could probably relate to even though it's like animated and they all have superpowers from yeah. these things called devil fruits yeah. and gomo, gomo. this that and the other but like the stories some somehow can like you can relate to yeah. there are aspects that you can relate yeah. to and like as of like this year it's sold like 470 million copies in 43 countries more than yeah. all of my recommendations yeah, yeah. It's, recommendations. It's, it's, I, I think it's because it was the big three right and yeah it's I, the I best-selling manga series yeah. in history yeah, as yeah. of it's, like it's this got a year. lot of like og fans and obviously you can't like you can't say anything against against his success because it has been yeah. so oh, successful. Yeah. When you say four seventy million, is that like every volume? Because that's probably just everyone <laughs> bought one volume. Maybe. Copies in circulation. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure and if it's like all of the volumes, yeah. but yeah. like in terms of like gateway anime, I I would say like this is my opinion on it is um it depends on how much free time you have. It's just my opinion. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I know that it has around six hundred, seven hundred episodes. And a lot of people probably don't have that much time. And, uh, and I've watched One Piece as well up mm. to like a certain extent. And I couldn't really fully get into it just because of how long it was. And mm. then the yeah, fillers that kept like getting thrown in. So I think like it's a great anime and people should watch it if you like anime. But in terms of gateway anime, I wouldn't particularly recommend it to somebody. Because I have a feeling if they watch like the first five, five episodes, they're going to be like, well, nothing's really happened. And because I know, like, it kicks off around like the 20th, 30th yeah, 20, episode, 20 is and it gets, obviously it gets better and yeah. better, and it's a successful anime because it's good. But for someone to kind of get into anime, I think around our age, yeah, like we're, we're around like you know the tw- early twenties, mid twenties, right? Yeah, I wouldn't really recommend it since I think I feel like there's a lot more shorter anime, mm. which pack more of a punch, which will get people into anime. Yeah, to but be yeah. fair, Ramen did say it's a gateway into shonen. Yeah, oh, it probably. definitely yeah, is a gateway into shonen. Like, definitely. if you if you yeah. want to get into shonen, you don't you I I I don't I can't think of another great like good shonen that Other I would personally recommend. Probably, yeah, but it's just like My Hero one Academia is just like it's a One Punch Man. Mm, it's like it, I don't it, know, it got man. Everybody it's, into anime, like a lot of people. It reached. I think is, it's I think, a good you know, anime, but I don't think it's... Yeah, it's a seinen, so it wouldn't be... It would not <laughs> oh, no, be a, okay. a shonen recommendation. And My Hero Academia is one of those, like... It's... I think... I personally think it's really good, and it's one of those uh, new generation type big three. Yeah, animes, a lot of people are growing you know? up on that, and then they're, like, then they're discovering Naruto. It's a, yeah, like, yeah it's the new generation's top three, for or sure. big three, for sure. But, like, because it's still ongoing, and it might be... a I it might be a bit more childish than One Piece. One Piece does have its like yeah, I agree. adult stories yeah, yeah, yeah. in the arc. Yeah, it does have its do. more serious, more societal kind of more aspects in yeah. the in the arc. So and and what my hero is like a superhero one, which is I I think it's really good. Yeah, and it's, it's a great concept. But One Piece for sure has more. You can if you watch the animes and if you read this read the mangas you will kind of be able to relate to mm-hmm. relate it to society a yeah, lot yeah. more than you will yeah. My Hero Academia I, I as a gateway. I think the cool thing about one, one, one Piece, right, is there's people who I didn't really think watched or knew about anime. Yeah. But then when I brought up the topic, they would say, oh, oh yeah, yeah I, 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 read, I read One Piece yeah. or I've watched One Piece. 
And I feel like that's a that's a compliment for One Piece because it's reached so many people and it's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. shown them what anime is. I've like never had to recommend it because everyone, everyone that everyone I talk it. to about has watched Until it yeah. or watches it. Yeah, and to varying degrees, they either love it or they're kind of like, oh, I can't really get into yeah. it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I think personally, I really liked Tony Chopper. Like, I loved that character. Oh, His I, arc was yeah, really good. I loved him, but like, I couldn't get into the anime as a whole just because, yeah, it's like too much hanging over my head. And I, as I said, like, I don't, no, like normally I will binge watch a series with my friends and there's only like one or two that I will watch myself weekly. And so I felt like if I was yeah. going to watch One Piece weekly that like detracted from so many other things that mm, I could watch. Yeah. And I, th- I think I've kind of decided that with One Piece, I'm not going to watch it. I'm actually just going to buy the manga. Right, so, so heavy I, investment. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, obviously, if it's yeah. on sale and stuff, you know, I'm not gonna like go too much the, out the on it. Big packs are really nice. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like a hundred pound for like the first like 30, 40 volumes, and if you could like slowly kind of get those over time, mm. it, sh- it should be alright. Yeah. And um, it's just because I enjoy reading long manga instead of watching long anime. To be fair, though, I have a friend who isn't very big into anime, but he absolutely loves One Piece. Yeah. So again, like. I can I can totally get why you'd recommend it for sure. And it's like uh, with the obviously I would also say read it, but the the reason why I also want to put it as like a gateway is because if you've read the manga, there's a certain like level of imagination that you need to put into all yeah. of the superpowers and stuff. But when yeah. you see it, there's a certain type type of like satisfaction when you're seeing it. it's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah, I sure. get to finally see what this actually looks like. Yeah what the final like <laughs> thing Spanish in, in anime <laughs> it looks <laughs> like <laughs> what all the powers really look like and it, there's a there's a certain type of like satisfaction when you're watching when you're watching this yeah. compared when to like when yeah. you're just reading it no, no, for yeah sure, for sure so but, like those th- those types of things kind of bring it to like oh yeah i think like i would recommend this to yeah. people but i've never had to recommend it because everyone's everyone that i've talked to knows about it yeah. knows about it i agreed yeah so russell what's your last one yeah, I was going to say in comparison, I feel like the one that I would recommend last is Code Geass. And I don't think as oh, many yes. people know. See, like if you know anime, Amazing. you know Code Geass. Yeah, but yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like if you, had, one of my if you never watched anime, you wouldn't have no idea what that name means. So it's so <laughs> funny because it's so big within the anime community. I feel like I don't know anyone who likes anime and hasn't watched it or I haven't yeah. forced to watch it. <laughs> uh, for sure, yeah. all of my friends. It's like, a masterpiece, honestly. Yeah, it's incredible. It's up there. It's like S tier. Yeah, if I was yeah, saying like yeah. rank anime, this is an S tier. Yeah, like same. I could just watch this over and over again. I think the story is just so unique and like the utilization. So it has a little bit in general, the story, like a sh- short synopsis um, is there's uh, a guy called Lelouch who is quite early on. I mean, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but quite early on, you find out that he's been exiled from the royal family. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is kind of like it's set in the past, but also the future. So it's set in like a colonial world where Britain controls yeah. or Britannia in the, in the anime yeah. controls the world. So that's kind of like a throwback to colonialism, but then it's fast forwarded because mm. it's actually set in the future. It's like an oh. alternate universe kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. also like an isekai genre. It's like a different world. A yeah, bit. I get what you mean. Yeah, it's super, it's like, it's very interesting in, in just the world itself because there's so many historical throwbacks, but then also things in the future. And um, I think, it like utilizes futuristic concepts quite well. Like there's a little bit of Gundam. Yeah. So I would explained the story to someone once and he was like, oh yeah, I watch Aldenoa Zero. I like Gundam. And I was like, <laughs> it's not really Gundam. They just 
happen yeah. to have <laughs> robots that fight each other. Like exactly. it's not it's not really and kids to part of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not like conducive to the story. It's like it's just there. It just happens to be like set in the future. So they gave them all robots to fight each other. Yeah. But the story centers around Lelouch and his like quest for revenge yeah. and like his deep seated hatred for the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um they they essentially like they did something horrible to him without giving anything away. They did something horrible to him and his sister. And he and when he got exiled, he like swore to get revenge. Yeah. But then he didn't really know how he would ever do it. So he kind of gave up. And then he found the way. C2, who is one of the other main characters, and she leads him to be able to enact revenge. Yeah. And so the story Sounds is like cool. with the, the Gias. Yeah, yeah, with the Gias power. So I don't want to explain too much, give it away, but it's just an incredible storyline. And I think honestly, there's a lot of allusions to chess throughout the entire oh, anime. Yes, yeah. And I think for sure watching it is like if you can appreciate chess, yeah. you you'd you'd like the anime because it's the whole thing is kind of an allusion to a yeah. to a game of chess. It's the like whole always time. thinking ahead, like what move Yeah, and if you is really learn how to play chess, you have to do that with you action as well. Know, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think with Code Geass or like the power he has, right? The yeah. um, the Geass eye. Yeah. So first off, that's really like something new back in that day. Yeah. Like yeah where he could just tell anybody that. just by with his eye and they'll do it. Yeah. So it was kind of like mind control and like how he was going to do it. And yeah. there's a lot of like challenges he was overcoming and situations where he was always on the back foot. But then because he had this power, yeah, there was Mecca obviously involved as well, and then he gets like a rebellion group involved. Yeah, so and he plays chess basically with yeah. them. He's like pawn to f five when he's <laughs> when he's controlling them. So yeah, yeah. he's really... he's a mastermind throughout, and yeah. I think the ending was just amazing. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people well hated done. it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people hated it. I was like, ah, oh, it's like an omen ending. Is it coming back, etc.? But yeah. I, I think it's a perfect well, ending for I it. I swear they released recently that they were gonna do a spin-off series. Yeah, like, to be honest, I'm not sure what they what they've done after. Like, I, I know they they made some like films, like these short films, and they were focusing on another GS user, yeah. um, in the same kind of realm. Yeah. And then they also introduced Lelouch, right? As like he was like brainwashed or whatever. But honestly, I felt like it wasn't needed. None of that was needed. Like Code Geass was a masterpiece. If they were going to bring back Code Geass in any way or form, I feel like they should have brought Lelouch back <laughs> as yeah. the main character doing something else. But then again, like they kind of finished his story. I in, think in it's the, nice um, for his legacy or like nice for the legacy of the anime that they left it open-ended. Like, yeah. I know that it sucks. Like I, re- I told you guys when I finished Cowboy Bebop, I, I, I literally cried. Like I wanted there to be more. I thought it was so good. But so it's one of those ones like, then. Yeah, like... The it lets it lets it have like a god status mm. when you have a good ending. That's it's like Inception as well. When when they finished Inception, you see the top, um, the spinning top, kind of move a bit, mm-hmm. and you yeah. think, oh, it's going to fall over, but then it doesn't show you it falling over. Oh yeah, yeah. So then you exactly. never know. It's the same type of thing. Like you knowing that the story is over, but not really over, gives it that edge. Yeah, and I think it lets the story like live on in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the best way to yeah. describe it. And I think in conclusion, we've given like quite a lot of good gateway animes, like from yeah. our point of view. Um, but overall, I think it depends on the person who's watching it. Like, yeah, what, for sure. what do you want on it? Do you want like a long one, like One Piece, or do you want something quick, something more action based, yeah. or like the genre type? But I think we've given a good number of recommendations. Let's just give my recommendations. and um i think some honorable mentions that i was thinking of like i don't really want to talk too much about them but some other good ones was the promised neverland 
Yeah, right? that's really, really mm-hmm. good. Uh, One Punch really Man, good. Psycho Pass, Vinland Saga, Kimetsu no Yaba, which is the Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um, One Punch Man as well. It's a very, very lighthearted. So the Demon Slayer is an interesting choice because I think the art is really good. And like, there's something... So I love Demon Slayer. I'm like a very big fan of it. I thought it was incredible, but... Or it is incredible because it's ongoing, but... I don't know if I would say that that was uh, a gateway for me. That would just I, honestly, I think, I think it might be um, just like a if you already watch anime, you'd watch that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. This has been Anime Real Talk. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and pretty much everywhere else. We'll be uploading videos to our YouTube channel, where you can find us at Anime Real Talk, and you can find us on Twitter with the same handle at Anime Real Talk, or on Instagram with at Anime Real Talk Podcast. Also, please leave a review, send any comments, emails or thoughts our way. Our email is animerealtalk at gmail.com. We'll be back next week, same time on Wednesday. Peace. See ya. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.